Hey guys, uh, we want to welcome you to our second episode. Uh, this is definitely going to be one which is yes. less humorous, a lot more serious, um, more somber. And because if if you basically have not been living under a rock for the past 24 hours, you've probably seen on the news that Roe v. Wade was just overturned by the Supreme yes, Court. It was overturned this morning on June 24th, 2022. Yes, this is pretty significant. Um, it's very significant. Yes. However... We are going to try to stay cautiously optimistic Mystic, exactly. with this whole discussion. Uh, this will be much more serious than mm -hmm. some of our other episodes will be. Yeah. Um, we definitely don't want to, people to think that this kind of somber mood is going to be what occurs most often. We're going to try to keep it light, keep it fresh, but we think but when it comes today to something... We need yes. to we need to pay respect to such a... Significant issue. One of, one of if not the most important Supreme Court decisions. Yeah. If it especially in the 21st in century. 24, in our lifetimes especially, but probably in the history of the country. Yeah, one of one of the most important ones. I wouldn't say the most important in the No. It's I'd say it's up there. It's up there. It's, it's, a, it's, it, it's definitely it's up there with Brown v. Board of Education. Education it's yeah. up there Dred with Scott. Uh, Dred Scott. Yeah. It's up there with all of those. Uh, it's up there with Plague versus Ferguson, which yeah. said that separate but equal is constitutional, which yeah. is which funny. is ridiculous. Well, that's part of our legal tradition as a. Oh, we'll get it. We'll yeah, get we'll, into yeah. p political tradition here because that is the most bullshit argument oh, that has been made. Dog shit argument on, on this. Yes. So, so where do we, where would you like to begin this, James? I guess basically what we can do is we can just do a simple rundown of the numbers. What yeah, what happened? So essentially. I can describe what essentially there's a new law in Mississippi and this law I believe capped it at like 15 weeks abortion right so basically it said after 15 weeks you can no longer receive an abortion yeah. uh, if I'm wrong on that uh, someone please fact check me but essentially there's this law in Mississippi which challenges the right to an abortion and challenges the precedent which was set by Roe v. Wade and uh, Casey Casey versus Southeastern Pennsylvania which was I think 92 or 93 and so I think from the get-go, people knew that the court was most likely going to heavily restrict the right to an abortion because of the fact that they took up this case. Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, I just fact-checked it. It's 20 weeks. 20 weeks. Okay. Yes. So again, so that's – I mean it, it, it could be worse. Like, it, it, But the problem is the way that the court interpreted this and the way that they ruled is we don't know – like if there's a cap. The Supreme Court kind of made it seem as if a state has a full right to decide. To decide. Is yeah. it, it could be zero weeks. It could be 20 weeks. It could be conception. Yeah. It could be if you have sex and you... If you that's when it begins. Exactly. If you and if that, and if, and if, that if that sperm doesn't fertilize, that could be... Mur I mean, and, and that's that could be considered... Murder. murder and we're going to talk about that later i mean obviously that's exaggeration it is exaggeration None of the but, states will do that but it's not but, even hyperbole because that's what some but republicans but that's what some republicans believe yes. is that it starts at conception and i think what a lot of americans don't realize and so essentially what happened was this was a what well, was a 6-3 decision with the mississippi law yes it was a 5-4 decision. decision for the overturn yes of that's Rome where Casey. i was mistaken i thought it was a 6-3 decision uh, to overturn and to I guess not give credit to Chief Justice Roberts, but to acknowledge that he didn't want to overturn Roe and Casey, at least not now. He just was defending the the Mississippi law. Yes, and he I think what Roberts was trying to do is he was trying to defend the legitimacy of the court. 
I think he was yes, because at this point the Supreme Court, in the eyes of Americans, are nine oh. schmucks that don't deserve a political position. A- after this, it's done. Like yeah, the you, Supreme you Court don't recover has lost all credibility. You don't recover from this kind of yeah. action. Like I mean, imagine if we said, uh, yeah, um, black people can. Uh, if you are an employer and you have black people in your business. You don't have to pay them as much. Yeah. You or the, you can you fire can, them. You can fire them yeah. at any point for being black. You you well, only don't have give, to pay don't them. Give conservatives yeah, don't give conservatives ideas. Don't give them ideas. Because some of them actually believe. Like it's like the gay wedding cake thing. It's like yeah, yeah I should be able to discriminate against an individual who's gay because it's why like, own a cake shop and it's my religion and it's like and it's my choice. It's like well yeah you can refuse service to anybody, but not for the but reason not for that, that yeah, reason. No, you yeah. have to have a good reason. A valid reason. Can you imagine if someone opened a bar and said no black people? Oh my god. Well. They'd be shut down. Yeah, they'd be shut. Well, I feel like Fox News, in Texas. Yeah, Fox News would be like, "Oh, this is this is freedom. This is this is freedom. Even. We need to defend this." Ben Shapiro and would freaking probably, Tucker yeah. Carlson would be on it. Like, "Oh yeah, this is it. This is it. This is what America's about." And I mean, I just can't imagine the gloating. Oh and the, Jesus! And the fucking like speaking so sanctimoniously about how they were right all along, how the Supreme Court is unequivocally proven, how oh my God, we have to we have to protect life, and I just think it's ridiculous because. And the point I'm trying to make is, as Americans, we don't realize how right-wing our society is. We think it's, oh, like, yeah. normal. Like, we uh, think, oh, well, we think our left is so far left. Yes, or our not. right is, you know, not that bad. But if you, I mean, people in Europe, in the UK, people in Canada, our, our upstairs yes. neighbors are like, oh, my God. Yeah, like... Okay, you had conservative leaders in the United Kingdom I mean, right, telling us yeah. this is crazy. Right now we have right now we have Canada who's literally like the people who live on the in, in the dorm above us yes. listening in on us screaming a bunch of racial slurs There's, and derogatory yeah. terms. Threatening and being to kill like, innocent people and we're it's like what the fuck's Jesus. happening? And I think it's just what's so significant about this is it's at a time in which people already felt powerless. Yeah, they already felt hopeless, and then this happens, and I you, mean, you can't you can't vote out the Supreme Court at no, least not like in the short term. Well, the Supreme Court has written that into the concept, interpreted yes. the Constitution as them as an all powerful being. And, I mean, and so it's, it, it's it's kind of wild that they interpreted their own power to interpret yeah. the Constitution. That that was never it, ironically. We never wrote into the Constitution how the Supreme Court should function and work. They just read their own powers from a law or from a case. You know, it's just some crazy shit. So let's get into some of the points made in this case. Yes. Uh, The first one I want to make is how they mentioned, how they wrote about abortion is never directly protected in the Constitution. Yes. Abortion is not directly a constitutional right. Well, the Constitution was written in 1787. Yes. I mean, you want to know what else is in a constitutional right? Being able to take a shit without some dude recording you. Yeah. On a cell phone. Well, I mean, that's not the that's not protected in the Constitution. Yeah. But you want to know what? It's still fucking illegal. Yeah. Well, and what's even? I it's think... still a breach of constitutional of the right to privacy yeah. that it was within the Constitution, oh, which is specifically the subject of. The, uh, scrutiny in yeah, this case. This case, and a lot. Of, well, that's the thing is, you've heard from like commentators like Ben Shapiro and people like Clarence Thomas, yeah. who are attacking the right to privacy, saying it just never should have existed. It's like, whoa. Yeah, and, and that's a big thing because America's all about 
you know, personal freedom. individual freedom. Liberty. But are we really going to allow the Supreme Court to come in? Let's say that we don't even know what's going to happen. And we need to preface that it probably won't. But if they go after... The only... Yeah. Okay. You yeah. make this point, then I'll make the point after. Yeah. That Clarence Thomas has indicated, in, like in no uncertain terms, that we need to go after gay marriage, the legal right of homosexuals to just engage in open relationships. Yeah. Like gay people I just mean, to like openly kiss in is, public. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, one of the things he wants to turn turn over, he wants to look at is which one is it? Is it Lawrence or Griswold? Griswold, uh, which is contraception. Yeah, Lawrence is the sodomy one. Yes. So pretty much, what this, what Clarence Thomas wants to do is open back up the case that says, hey, you know your private sexual life. We want to make sure you can't do that. Yeah. Which is which that is deeply anti-American, anti-American. Like, you want to talk about the American talk, legal tradition? Yeah, you want to talk about American tradition, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness. That is what our country has been founded upon. And right now, they just removed your liberty to you know possibly survive if you have a septic fetus yeah. in you. They've removed your ability to. They're and they're looking to remove your ability to. Have sex with your gay partner. Yeah. Have, uh, even have an open relationship. Open, even yeah. even openly be be yourself in public. And, and what's going to happen is let, let's just like if we move in this direction. So what the government's going to come in and like check people at their homes if like if two men live together? Do we yeah. does the government install a camera to monitor them to see if they're engaging in romantic activities? Like h- how far do you go and how do you enforce it? I mean. Like okay, so if we ban contraception, are we going to see nineteen eighty four type shit? Yeah, like start happening, it, like literally. Like how far do you go to defend this weird, like Christian interpretation this of the constitution? Other strange obsession, yes, with genitalia, homosexual, yeah, and trans, and trans people. I'm just, yeah. I'm specifically talking about how the Christians are like. Oh, there's gay people. Gay people equal butt sex. Yeah. I don't want butt sex in my TV or something yeah. like that. I'm like, if you look at two dudes holding hands and the first thing you think of is gay anal butt sex, yeah. you're, you're a creep. You got a fucking problem. Yeah, you're a problem. You have a problem. You are an unstable individual well, that doesn't deserve to have like because we don't do the same thing for straight couples. No, like, like you the, don't look at you don't look at a guy and a girl holding hands on the street and go, oh yeah, I'm sure they have rough doggy style sex. Yeah, you're, you're like, not like no, you're not into like penis and vagina. Penis and vagina. Yeah, but she the, has sucked his dick. Yeah, exactly. No one, like, no, no one like because if you do, you're fucking creepy. You're weird. You're a you weirdo. are a sex addicted weirdo. But the problem is, fucking conservatives, and let's be honest, this isn't me just insulting them. Oftentimes, they're like these sexless cretins. Who think that sex is only for procreation? I mean, that's what it is. These people aren't pro-life; they're pro-birth. Yeah, they're pro-birth. They're, once the baby's born, once the they don't give a born, shit. Born, they don't give a shit. Well, because I mean, I saw today on Instagram like this girl was, and she's a conservative Christian. She was talking all about how well we're the pro-life generation, and I I didn't DM her because I didn't want to start an argument because you never go anywhere. But I was gonna say, yeah. okay, if you're so pro-life on Instagram, or never, n- never, a good never, idea. never go anywhere. But you know, it's, it's it's like if you're so pro-life and they don't support it, do you support universal child care? Yeah. Do you support? Do you support universal up to secondary education? Yeah. Well, because now do you I, support? Do you support? The fact that all children should have the opportunity, no matter their race, their sexual income. identity, income, should have access to education. Yeah. Do you support that? They're do you support? That. Do you support universal health care? Yeah. Because if that child from a poor family mm-hmm. breaks a leg, or God forbid, 
has a tumor yeah or leukemia or some kind of other medical ailment some yeah. kind of medical ailment and they're a poor family it's like what are you gonna do they don't have freedom they they're, don't have opportunity they, they don't, don't have life no if your life is so I, a great example with me is i have scoliosis yeah and i was born in a privileged life where i was able to wear a back brace i was able to go and see a doctor i can't imagine if you're poor yeah. like if you were, if your if, parents make a total of like thirty thousand dollars a year combined yeah and you can't correct you your do? spine. Like it's either going to get worse enough where you have constant chronic back problems, yeah, or you can't even focus on school. People can you, people can die. You from can die from the stress, from the yeah. pain. Yeah, it, you can become paralyzed from it. Yes, and so, so it's like, and that's it's like it's so weird that like conservatives just don't realize. Maybe they do realize it, and it, it's just they have like these contradictory ideas where they're like, well, we saw the a few weeks ago with the shooting. It's like it's not guns; it's, it's mental, mental health, health issues. And then we talk about funding slash mental health, health funding. funding. Well, it's because inherently, it's like it's weird. Like they're not anti-government. It's like they want the like, much like they love the police because they want the police to be have like the power to beat the shit out of you. But then they don't want the police to help you. They just, the Supreme Court, didn't they just rule that police no longer have the read you your Miranda rights? Yes. So, they just ruled that? Yeah, so and people so are a bit confused police, what this means. But yes. The police now, you know the whole, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you can you, say, you say can, can be and will be, be used, used against you in a court, court of law. law. Yeah, they don't have to they read that They don't have anymore. to do that anymore. No. They don't have to tell you that you have the right to remain silent. Now, how this... They can, now what you could do is you've opened up this floodgate yeah. for investigation tyranny. Yeah. Where people go up and they're like, I know you did it. I know you did this. You're not answering me? Well, guess what? That means you're guilty. Exactly. And they can go all the and, way up and there. And they can intimidate you. They can you. infringe upon your Fifth Amendment right yep. without because just simply because you don't know your Fifth well, Amendment right. Did you hear what the Supreme Court did in early June with Customs and Border Patrol? So they just ruled that. Oh yeah, isn't it like within a hundred miles of yeah. a border they well, can openly they can search your house? That's been ruled for a while. They've made it even worse. So how it used to work for this case is if a like Customs and Border Patrol agent right like mm -hmm. would detain you and like beat the shit out of you, you could sue them for use of mm -hmm. excessive force. They just ruled that you can no longer sue these agents for violating your constitutional right and for it basically using excessive force. Yeah. And I mean, they just ruled that police now know, was that the Supreme Court of the United States or a specific state that said um, police no longer have a legal obligation to protect No, that protect was before, like in 2006. That was a Scalia yeah. case. That was a Scalia case? Yeah, because the, the argument was, well, if a cop would see something negative happening, they, they're not going to be able to help everyone. And so yeah. they could be held responsible. It's like, well, that's a well, dumb that's argument. that's a dumb argument. The, the, literally, the, the motto then is you, protect and serve. You protect and serve. And now they no longer have to protect you, and they no longer have to serve you because they no. don't have to serve you your Miranda rights. No. So now the police are just a military force within our country. Yeah, and we've militarized them over the past 30 years. I mean, you do not need to have a police a, a police station in, a, in, like, St. Louis doesn't need to have... A fucking tank. No, or AR-15s. AR-15s, fully automatic assault rifles with bump stocks fully loaded. Well, you see this police, like you saw what happened in Ferguson, where they look like an invading army. Yeah. It's like they have these military drones, they have like these people who are coming. They have those elephant vehicles? I don't even know what they're called. I just yeah. always call them elephant, elephant, the, the elephant big class board, vehicles. Yeah, the the big ones board that vehicles. take up like two lanes of traffic. Yes. They have those. And you wonder why they need that. Like why did the police no. force need that? I mean... Are white people really that scared of black people? Well, I think I think that's definitely a part of it. I think I mean that's are, what it is in Ferguson. That's yeah, what it was specifically scared in the Ferguson, of change, Ferguson case. I think also if you're the Republican Party, your main your point is to defend business. Yeah, and oh, the police sure. and the police defend capital. 
the yeah. police at oh, let's just say like look what happened with black remember when in like New York City BLM protesters started you know and I don't agree with like you I don't know, agree with them going burning. into a watch shop and like breaking shit yeah or burning down buildings no. I didn't agree with any of that but was that the was that the main thing that the media should have focused on during that time of struggle no no because I think what was far more important was addressing systemic racism mm-hmm. but the media alongside the police are going to defend capital they're going to defend the interest of business because business what do they do they own media they definitely own politicians who fund the police mm-hmm. the democrats can't even talk about not even like I, we talk about defund the police. Let's just like, get rid of that like rhetoric. Let's just say partially like reduce regulate. Yeah, re- just regulate and reduce the budget by like ten fifteen percent. Don't defund, demilitarize yes. the police. A police officer can get just enough done with a sidearm and a taser as he can with an AR fifteen. Yeah, because all he's gonna have with a fully loaded, fully automatic assault rifle is death. Yeah, that's all that's gonna happen. Well, these are weapons made to kill. Yeah, these are weapons that are made to take people's lives. And what's so And weird. the thing is is that now more and more Supreme Court rulings are being made to defend these weapons in civilian arms. Yes. Joe Biden makes this one it's kind of annoying how often he makes it because he makes the analogy every time he mentions gun control. Yes. But I agree with it entirely. Okay. Why the hell do civilians need armor piercing rounds? Yeah. Deer aren't running around with velvet. With yeah, yeah, like, like are, the Kevlar are like vermin going to be running around with like fucking like Russian bulletproof yeah, I mean, vests? I mean, is a bear going to come out of the woods with a goddamn like suit of freaking armor? Yeah. Also, like, unless no, you live in like no. Montana or like Wyoming, when is a bear ever going to actually be a valid threat against you? You want to know what can kill a bear? A pistol. A pistol. Yeah. And a, fucking, a gun. Like, like you can kill a bear with like three arrows. Bears are not invincible. Yeah, like it, I don't know why people are, like these bear guns. I mean, the only the only gun like I don't. It's just insane. No, it's insane. What I think to kind of get back to this direction that the Supreme Court is taking us, and even less than twenty four hours. Well, yesterday now the Supreme Court ruled that, like you said, you can essentially take a gun wherever you want in public spaces. Mm-hmm. That deal and carry yeah. in Texas is no longer a thing. Yeah, this New York law, which said that, hey, you need to have like a, like an actual decent reason for wanting to carry a gun. And like, yeah. okay, listen to you know the people listening. Like, I don't think any of us are anti-gun on this podcast. We're not against know. people having the right to like I, own a firearm, but the like, right to bear arms. I'm like the right to bear arms. Isn't there a part after that that says? In a well-regulated militia? militia, yeah, and that's the problem. With Three the- dudes with a can with fought with like a six-pack of beer, yeah. and a fucking AR-15 is not a well-regulated Re- militia. militia. Well, Kyle Rittenhouse was not part of a well-regulated militia. militia. He was part of a fucking mob. Yes, and, and he, was- he went in there to kill. I will openly disagree with the. Oh, with but the that ruling that court was written. such a joke. Though. Oh, that, that case was case. such a joke. Oh, the prosecutor was fucking terrible oh, and the judge it was awful even the, the judge, judge was corrupt just be the judge like, was cracking jokes yeah well it's, it's the, like every kyle rittenhouse went in there he was like okay i already know i'm gonna get off scot-free yeah. i'm just gonna cry get the waterworks going and then we're gonna be good put on a show for for the media yep and that's exactly what he did and now and that's exactly he's what taking he did. instagram selfies with tobuscus yeah with nerf making, guns making a video game where he shoots fake news fake news like turkeys or something like that and, and you're just sitting here and it's like 
like in normal like in normal countries this doesn't happen this doesn't happen you don't vehemently militarize and defend the police and then say you can take a gun wherever you want yeah. and then the very next day say well states can't regulate the right to a firearm but they can regulate the right, the right to, to a child yeah the right to literally like being pregnant the right yeah. of a woman to control her own body yeah it's the i mean the republicans at this point your father made a great point guns have more rights than women's Women, reproductive yeah. systems a lot do. we're making this point and it's oh, kind of crazy guns, that guns in the last week have got, got more rights than women have now yeah. well fucking police officers have more rights yeah. than your women your ar15 has more rights than women which again i think it's the I, don't, thing I don't, don't think we i don't think ar15 should be outlawed i just think they should be Regulated. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to have a 20-round magazine in there no. and a bump stop. Armor-piercing rounds. Armor-piercing rounds. Extended magazines. Why you do you don't need, need that? that? You don't need to kill someone like that. Also, I think you don't... AR-15s aren't for hunting either. No. You know what? AR-15s are literally just for, hey, in the event of an apocalypse... Yeah, they're made to kill people. They're made, they're made to kill a lot made, of people. They're made to kill people. They're and, made to be like, hey, if someone's breaking into your house, whip out this bad boy... You can last yeah. But also, I don't think it's too strenuous to ask that we have mental health checks and yeah. background checks for I don't AR-15. think that's I don't think that's infringing upon the Second Amendment. No, it's like I don't think conceal and carry laws were infringing on the Second Amendment. If anything, I think they were protecting it because yeah. of that well regulated militia part of the Second Amendment. And because I, it's like if you have and you went through the training, because it's like a two at least in Illinois, at least in a some states like Illinois, yeah, it's uh, like a two-year, two, three-year process. It takes to get, time to get a firearm, get qualified to get a firearm, yeah. a Ford card. Well, sorry, to get a Ford card, get a firearm, and then do the classes to get a conceal and carry license. Yeah. and you have to be twenty-one to do it all. You have That's to show that, I, like, you have, you have to show that you're responsible. Yeah, it's like you driving a car. You have to pass tests. Yeah, and I mean, it's just insane well are we against like i get the dmv sucks but like i think all of us would agree that we want some competency conveyed when it comes to driving a vehicle oh for sure do okay why is a vehicle why do we treat a vehicle as more significant than an ar-15 you can kill far more people than ar-15 you can with a car oh yeah i mean more people do die in car accidents than yes, just in, about anything. In car but and, and I, I'm saying just in the sense that more people die in car accidents. But like in, in the in a heat of passion moment, yeah, are you going to grab the car keys and run into a protest, or are you going to grab your AR-15 and go into a exactly into a shopping mall down it, the street? We want competency when it comes to driving because it's not like, pe- there'd be far more accidents if we didn't require yeah some form I mean, of testing. You have to take into consideration the difference of driving laws. Uh, some states that you know are crazy about like missouri yes uh missouri has terrible driving laws uh they like it's just awful just, like on a scale of one to ten just on the scale of one to ten i'm not from there oh yeah so oh yeah i don't know firsthand but your experience but i've it. known some yeah. people from it and i live there <laughs> yeah so, um it's it's bad People there don't know how to drive. Yeah, I feel like Americans in general aren't. We went to Canada and people were far better. People, people at driving. Canada, yeah, there weren't fucking lines on the road. Yeah, yeah and no. people were doing just fine. Yeah, it was just it's kind of funny and like we we were driving and what and, and it was crazy to see public transportation in a rural yeah rural area, area. and it was well because, funded because it's crazy to think that 
it can happen. Yeah, and you saw police officers and these people that rural were... Illinois and Missouri and Wisconsin that yeah. it's possible. Yeah, that we could have public transportation. You just but, have to fully fund it. Yeah, but that's the thing. People care more about gun rights, gun and rights, and the, the right essentially to know, come over and take over a woman's right to choose. Well, I mean, also if more people ride the bus, that's less cars being used. Less cars being used is less uh, oil yes. companies be making. And Lord knows the auto manufacturers would need yeah. that. I think, but I, I think we're kind of talking about this main point of the Supreme Court. We're just talking about courts in general right now. Let's bring it back to specifically Roe v. Roe v. Wade. Wade. And, and I think what we've highlighted is the fact that the court is going in this right-wing direction. It's They're becoming one of the most untrustworthy organizations in the history of the United, United States, States yeah, of America. Because it's the fact that you have, well, three justices were appointed by Trump. And you can hate Trump, or you could love him, but the you fact is Trump Tr- lost the popular vote twice. Yeah. The fact is is that, yeah, Trump lost a f- popular vote twice. twice. His approval ratings were in the trash can. Sure, Bidens are kind of lower yeah. at this point in time than they were when Trump was. But Biden's going through a global pandemic right now. Yeah. And he started his presidency in a global pandemic. pandemic. You have the you and, have inflationary uh, measures, which he really can't resolve. Yeah. You have the war in Ukraine, which he really can't unilaterally solve unless yeah. he, we try to start a nuclear war. But that's not going to. So that's not something that's not going to do right that's now. That's not going to fix the problem. That's just going to cause a new one. And, but I think what there's a. But Trump's approval ratings were so low because he was just a tyrant. Yeah. The entire presidency, he didn't do anything. He like didn't people. do anything good. There was no. no progress made in those four years. No. Like, if it, anything. There was regression. Yeah, it just it's solid and, regression, and then you see like, well, we it, this is what the Republicans have been doing, and we we think it's just like, it, oh, the problem's just Trump. Well, Trump's a symptom of a much greater problem. Yes, it's the fact that conservatives a much more deep rooted problem. Yes, because this has been a plot that they've been trying to do for they, conservatives have taken over since the, Roe v. Wade, the American judicial system. Yeah, like, since Roe v. since Roe v. Wade was first even yeah ruled. They wanted to overturn Turn Roe v. Wade. They've been trying to do this for forty years. Yeah, because the Republicans are and hot take. Republicans are sore losers. Yeah, they're sore. And Trump's also, a sore loser. And they're anti-women. Yeah, I mean that, that's what they are. I mean, they are. It's not like there's a reason. So you don't, if you are like inherently pro-woman, you don't come away and just revoke their right to choose. You you can regulate it without completely revoking the right to an abortion. Like, you could say, okay, we don't like it after 15 weeks. We don't like it after 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we, there can be an argument to be had there. But, like, yeah. you don't fundamentally revoke the right. The point is... The point you, is to give a person the, the, the liberty yes. to choose. And, and it's ironic that the Freedom Liberty Party, or like, that's what they like to call themselves, the Republicans, mm-hmm. are basically saying, no, the government has a full right to not only tell you you can't get an abortion... But also now, we have the full right to track you in a database. We have the full right to search your information. We have the full right to monitor you and what you're doing. And if you get an abortion, or if you, God forbid, you have a miscarriage. Oh, yeah. You can the, be, I mean, you want to talk about miscarriage laws? Yeah, like, I, I think that's going to be a thing. That's, yeah, that's one of the points we have here. Well, there's a good piece here uh, in the New Yorker by, I think it's uh, Gia Talentino. And essentially, what she, how she phrases it is it's the criminalization of pregnancy. It's not simply just that people are thinking, well, we've returned to 1974. Well, no, it's different because we live in a completely different era. We've experienced history. And now we've gone back to the situation in which the legal system's not prepared mm-hmm. for Roe v. Wade to be completely overturned. Because now you have this opening where 
it's the, women's pregnancies are no longer protected by rights of privacy. Yeah, no. So if you are a woman and you go through the terrible experience of having a miscarriage mm-hmm. or a stillborn, you can have a criminal investigation, investigation. put upon you. You can be indicted. By the federal government. Yes. You can go to federal prison if you have a miscarriage and you are deemed responsible. And they say, well, if you do, an, if you do, so like, for instance, if you are a woman and you are six months pregnant mm-hmm. and you decide to do a bunch of heavy lifting yeah uh that's you know strongly not recommended yeah, strongly yeah ill-advised ill-advised yeah. very ill-advised yeah. and that ends up killing your baby you can be held criminally responsible for it yeah. and there was a case in i believe it was arkansas and this is what this article highlights kind of like that well this woman she was like six months pregnant and she already had two kids. She was, you know, low income. Mm-hmm. She was honest with when the police investigated her. She's like, listen, I didn't want to have a kid. I couldn't afford another kid, but I was still going to have it. And she had a stillbirth. And they were making this argument like, well, the baby or like the, like the, the what was left of the fetus could float. And so like, oh, it was alive then. And then she killed it. Or And then what happened was not only... Were they using these bunk arguments which aren't accurate? Yeah, they were and going make no sense no. and have actually no root in any form no. of rhetoric. No, exactly. They subpoenaed her internet history, and they were monitoring everything she searched. And she searched when she initially got pregnant abortion pills because she wasn't sure she wanted to have a kid. Mm-hmm. And she has the right to research that to understand you have her the right own body. to Google that exactly. And they used that as a reason to basically say, "Well, this was murder." And the only reason she wasn't prosecuted was because the district attorney in the area mm-hmm. that she lives wasn't even he he I think he was like anti uh, anti he, he wasn't anti even anti abortion he wasn't even anti abortion he was like pro life but the lawyer was just new and he was incompetent and he didn't prosecute her because yeah. it would have been a difficult case to actually prove but it's just the fact that not only is the federal government important the state government's important now it's district, district attorneys. attorneys. Those are going to become battleground positions. Yes. District attorneys or di- attorneys are going to become hot seats. Yeah, and it's just the simple fact is is you're even at the most local level of government, this lawyer is going to be able to decide if he prosecutes innocent mothers who didn't kill their child but simply had a child die mm-hmm. while they were caring. Like I think it's like what one like one one hundred sixty seven births I think result in a stillbirth. Yeah, that's a and mil- it's that's like millions. And it's like one in. 10 women i don't know the statistic one in 10 women in their lives will experience a miscarriage yeah it's a it's a statistic statistically speaking it's a high number and the fact that for every single time that happens we're going to come in and try to investigate women i mean again just saying this out loud sounds is just insane and so kind of going further in this article they they have this thing where going simply apart from simply trying to prosecute mothers for having a miscarriage or stillbirth now states like for example the state in which you live in uh, james missouri is trying to classify the delivery of abortion pills which is different from plan b as drug trafficking yeah so if you order an abortion pill online it'll be a federal crime yeah well possessing a state crime it will be a state crime. well if you are transporting it from one state to another it becomes a federal crime yeah and and it becomes uh, that's how the Supreme Court interprets it. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't. They now because, have to be tried in, yeah. in the court of law, but it's just the fact that 
Louisiana passed a similar law like Missouri, but what I mean, what, you had all these lawmakers that had trigger laws in their yeah. states. I mean, as soon as it was over, as soon as Roe v. Wade was overturned this morning, yeah. Missouri became a state instantly, which meant, yeah. instantly, boom, abortion outlawed. And we have, I, I, I can plan Plan C, I believe, is what the abortion pill is sometimes called. Yes, and we, I have some pulled out too. Here we go. So, uh, ban- here are the states where. Essentially, the ban is in effect. Uh, nine states and 7.2 women of reproductive age have been impacted. So Utah, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Missouri, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Alabama. And then here are the states where it is likely to be prohibited very soon. Idaho, Wyoming, North Dakota, Arizona, Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Ohio, West Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Uh, these states are uncertain. Montana, Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Michigan, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and North Carolina. I can say from experience, I go to college in Des Moines, Iowa, Drake mm-hmm. University. It is almost certain that the Iowa Republican Party, which controls both chambers of Congress or both chambers of the state legislature, are going to overturn uh, the right to yeah. abortion in the state. It's 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 just a matter of time when they do it. Yeah, and. It's going to become such a strange and dangerous situation because Illinois is lucky because Chicago is so deep in the blue. Yes. And holds, like, what is it, 60% of the population Population. or higher is in the surrounding counties and Chicago. So abortion is pretty much guaranteed to be legalized in Illinois for the most part. Yeah, it's gonna we're but gonna if be. If you a have if you have these states that are those uncertain states like Indiana. Yeah. Indiana, it could change. It could become outlawed every outlawed and you know prohibited and then allowed and then, and then prohibited. prohibited. It, it can change every four, it, six, two, maybe even two years. And that's gonna be. And, and that's gonna be. There are multiple states like that. Yeah. And our legal system's gonna be able to adjust and adapt to constantly having to change yeah. what's what's and, allowed and what's not. And the thing is, is this isn't like, you know, something we've ever seen before. No. This is unprecedented times. No. This, the court has never granted. Again. The court has never granted a right. And then proceeded to take away and revoke yeah. that right. It's just it, that doesn't happen. There have been infringements on rights, yes. and then those taken away, like yes. prohibition, yes. Uh, segregation, yes. stuff like that. But I mean, never has a right been taken away. No, I mean, can you imagine the upset that would have been caused if the if a couple years ago when the Democratic Supreme Court mm-hmm. would have stripped away the Second Amendment? Well, no, it, there would have been sheer like anarchy. Like, there would have been violence. The in the Bill of Rights. Yeah, it, it's just it's it's absolutely insane that. Well, a great example is the Iowa Supreme Court. And people are always like, "Okay, you continue." Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. The, the Iowa Supreme Court four years ago ruled that there was a right to an abortion. Yeah. Two weeks ago, they ruled there isn't. The point of legal systems is to establish precedent. Yeah. That's supposed to last long. And if you can't even do that. People are going to look at the law, and if people start to think that the law isn't like some natural thing, they start to view it as an inherently political force, which it is. Yeah. But if everything's political, if everything in the law is politicized, then people are not going to have faith in the judicial system, which is the last I mean, part of our government which people, people have some faith in. Because the big lie that's being painted with the oh. executive branch. Yeah, the, uh, exactly. The fact that, you know, 
Congress. Can't get anything the House done. of Representatives are kind of bunch of schmucks. No, they're they just went. they just go on Twitter and bullshit, but yeah, they don't pass they kind legislation. Of just, they don't do anything. The legislation legislative branch doesn't do shit. Now we have the judicial judicial branch. And it, no one trusts that. No one trusts it. And so what you have to ask yourself is at least at the highest level of the Supreme Court, how sustainable is it? And that's a question that a lot of people are asking is can the American system weather such repeated shock? Like it's not like it's just the how quickly we are moving to the right. How quickly we are moving to the fact that people don't trust our institutions. And I mean, you, and it can change again. Yeah. I mean, being cautiously optimistic Domestic, here. Yes. Let's say Clarence Thomas and all three of the justices that Trump appointed retire or and croak. Yeah, croak. Um, Alito and Clarence Thomas are in their seventies. Yeah, it could happen. It's like. What if just those two? What if they croak? Well, then you can have the judicial branch, the Supreme Court of the United States, yep. reopen this case. Yeah, these cases. Overturn. What is the case? What is the name of the case? This was a Dobbs, Dobbs versus, versus Jackson. Yeah, Dobbs overturned Dobbs versus Jackson, which overturned Roe v. Wade, Wait, yeah. and then all of a sudden, abortions are protected by the Constitution again. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, but the thing is, is that's not how our system's supposed no, to work. No, it's not supposed to work. Like it's that. not supposed to work that way. When you amend the Constitution, when you reinterpret the Constitution, and you set a precedent, you are supposed to keep that precedent. Exactly. Unless it is strict extremely necessary in the cases of segregation yeah that that's why brown v board was such an important such case an important because case. it said no this this precedent was wrongly decided it was bullshit yeah. but the problem is what's happening right now is yeah you can disagree with how roe was arguing how it turned out but you the have points to, made in the argument would not have it, this case would not have won if trump wasn't if Trump didn't appoint the three people, oh, this no. case would not never no. have passed. If no. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was still here, we'd be yeah, fine. Even even ten years ago, imagining that this would occur, people if you, would call yeah. you crazy. No, like Mitt Romney Republicans might be crazy, like grifters, but they never at least but they to, are nothing like Trump Republicans. No, they're nothing like we've just moved so far to the right in like six, seven, eight years. Yeah, and again, kind of speaking of moving to the the right, it's. So in Arkansas, there there's this thing. I think it was called like I can't remember what the actual law. It's a state law, and so it's this Arkansas law which requires women considering abortion to call the state hotline, and it requires abortion providers to register all patients in this database. And the problem is these hotlines are not run by the government. They're run by what's called a crisis pregnancy center, which receives state funding. But these centers are not required to protect privacy. No. And oftentimes they're they can disclose those numbers. And they're Christian organizations mm -hmm. where they can basically tell a woman repeatedly that she's a bad person if she yeah. gets an abortion, that she shouldn't do it. And if she did, that she's going to die or have some serious ailment. Yeah. They're going to lie to her. Yeah. It'd be like if you don't, if you get an abortion, you're going straight to hell. And there's yeah. no redemption for you. You've committed an abomination. And, and what's Which so is crazy because our very Christian government. Christianity is about forgiveness. Yeah. It's about love and peace and all that. But you have all these people condemning others for simple choices as in I want to protect my own life. Yes. I mean I made this point before the podcast started and I'll say it again. If there was for whatever reason a situation that Clarence Thomas was sitting there and his wife was about to have a baby, 
or was pregnant or whatever he was pregnant flip yeah. the tables yeah, whatever the tables, yeah and the baby was somehow going to kill clarence thomas do you think clarence thomas would accept that well no he's obviously going to defend no his own he life. would defend his own life yeah. baby would be dead yeah well, because these and people all are of a sudden, yeah. Then because, all of a sudden, the rules change. Well, these seem these are the same people who get abortions. Yeah, like these are like Republican congressmen are historically known for having mistresses who get abortions, abortions. or who for, they force to yeah, get abortions. Yeah, because because they're not deeply principled people. They recognize that if they're anti-abortion, and they just care about their power. It's about power. It's about giving. It's about drive. Throwing it's med, about power. Yeah, throwing red meat to the base. And there are twenty percent of people in this country who are so vehemently anti-abortion that if you say I'm anti-abortion, they will vote for you. Yeah, and that's what it's about. And the thing is, is that you can be pro-life, quote unquote, yeah. and still be pro-abortion. Yeah, this false dichotomy of this entire situation. Yeah, like it's is one or the bullshit. other. Yeah, it's like it's one or the other. It's you're either support abortion or you're a baby killer. Yeah, it's like you either or or you are against abortion or you're a baby killer or. You are this or you are that. Hmm. When in reality, you can support abortion and still yeah. be like, I would never get one. Yeah, that, that, that's the that's fundamental the, that's point, the point of an abortion. Of it. That it's, it, 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 it is the last line. Yeah. Well, here's a, here, here's a good analogy from a YouTuber I watched a couple years ago, and he talked about this. He said, you know, if you start a club called like the Let's Wear Porcupines in Our Head Club, Mm-hmm. And you come up to me and say, well, hey, I'm like, hey, James, why aren't you wearing a porcupine on your head? You're like, well, that's your religion. You have to follow it. Or that's your club. You have to follow. I don't have to follow. I'm not part of the club. Yeah. That's literally, it's like the point of like having a liberal interpretation of this small L is that like you have the freedom to choose. If you don't want to get an abortion, if you truly want to be this conservative Christian who hates abortion, good, don't get an abortion. Don't, yeah. don't, don't get gay married. But you can't force other people to adhere to your moral beliefs. No, that's you can't. just a that's, theocracy. That is theocracy. That is authoritarianism. Yeah, it's fa- I mean, it's, it's fascism. fascism. We're moving towards fascism. We're moving. We are. And if you would have asked me six years ago if I thought that you know the Republican Party was fascist, I would have said no, no. We can't compare these people to the Holocaust yes. because whatever. But then again, you also have to take into consideration that the Holocaust isn't the only fascist group of people. No, exactly. The authoritarianism has taken the Nazis, many flavors. The Nazis are not the only people who have ever been openly fascist. Yes. And so now you're sitting here like, oh, well, Mussolini shit. was a fascist. Yeah. He w- I mean, there's a lot of parodies. Fascism. With- France was fascist for a time. Yes. There was a fascist party in France. Well, I mean, today there's a fascist party. I know. And they're gaining they're ground. And they're gaining ground. And that's that, and that's the thing that like people don't realize is that like the Republican Party in like any other country would be an outlier. It would yeah. be like a far right. It's like like in Germany, for example, the Republicans should be what's called alternative for Deutschland, which is this far right party which has ties to Nazism. Mm-hmm. And in America, we the Republican Party is just so apathetic. It just doesn't seem to care about like we mentioned this like okay it'd be different if the Republican Party was like okay we're against abortion but we're gonna really expand childcare and yeah. healthcare they don't do that they don't do that they just they have no desire to actually have a government that helps people yeah they are not a government for the people by the people of the people for the people by the people no that's not what they are that's not the, re- what the ironically Republican that's Party what their is. founder that's what they wrote, wrote yeah. Abraham Lincoln wrote the Gettysburg Address but that's not. They don't adhere to that principle anymore because no. all they all they're concerned about is well at the end of the day if you're a Republican you're like I love business I'm gonna defend business and then like I'm gonna like talk about how I'm like anti-abortion because my base is against it yeah and that that's what they're doing like in Arkansas that's what they're doing they're just throwing hundreds of millions of dollars 
towards these these like crisis pregnancy centers. And then they turn around and say, well, the government shouldn't get involved. Yeah. The government shouldn't be able to fund abortion clinics. Oh, but you can fund anti-abortion propaganda clinics? That's acceptable? Yeah. It, again, it, it's like a, I can do it, you can't. Yeah. It's this whole, th- it's this whole thing. Like, it's this bullshit. Like, these Republicans, I mean, what's the next step? Republicans openly funding Pray the Gay Away camps? Yeah. Conversion like, therapy, conversion therapy, yeah. electroshock therapy for homosexuals. Yeah, like like d d uh, transition camp, like de transition yeah. like oh. hospitals with trans people. But aren't they already doing that? Yeah, they're isn't already the, trying. Isn't isn't the Texas Republican Republican which we, we Party talked about we talked days about ago. we talked about the other day? Yeah, yeah, no, that that's what they're actively isn't trying to do. Isn't that what they're actively well, trying to do? Speaking there. of Texas, James, there's a bill that they passed that remember that abortion bill. I don't know if you heard about this, where they deputized random people and said that. The main impetus of enforcing the abortion law in Texas is not from the government, the state government. It's from people. So if you're a person and you find out that like your friend is going to get an abortion, you have a legal obligation to turn them in. And if you do and show proof, you can get $10,000. And, and it gets worse, though, because what's happening is vigilantes now are using people's data sets. They're like going and like trying to buy people's internet history, mm-hmm. right, their telephone, like, their records, all this other stuff to basically find out, is this woman Googling abortion clinics near me, plan B pills, plan C pills, mm-hmm. is she doing that? And if she is, and you can find proof that people are involved in helping them, or you clinics are, you can literally turn them in and get them arrested. Yeah. And you can get paid for it. And you can get paid a lot of money. Yeah. $10,000? Yeah, $10,000. That's not, that, that's literally the amount that you can get. $10,000? Yeah. You do that four times, you're making more money that year than most Americans. Yes. It's absolutely insane that it's like you're creating a bounty. You're creating abortion bounty hunters. Yeah. Baby bounty hunters. Baby I bounty hunters. That's all it is. And that's normal. Like, that's like we're that like. That is now considered like socially and politically acceptable. Yeah. We're about halfway through our podcast. I think I need a shot. You need a shot? Okay, <laughs> let's, let's take a quick second break to get through. Living through unprecedented oh, historical Jesus. events. I'm so done with history. We'll be right back, folks. All, All right, right, guys. Yeah, we're back. Uh, took a shot. Um, we're doing pretty good. Uh, is it a vaccine or a shot of alcohol? That's for you to decide. But um, I think, James, there are a couple more points that I would like to get to. Yeah. Number one this is... is going to... Heads up, this is going to be a much shorter Shorter episode, episode. yeah, because... Than we're used to. We're not cracking jokes. We're not talking about games. We're or... just getting to the point. No nonsense. Yes. I think there's been like two jokes made the entire yes. and podcast. At, and at the end of this podcast, we are going to provide you a list of organizations and nonprofits which are yes. doing amazing work with providing access to abortion, trying to help women who live in deep red states who don't have access to abortion or soon will not have access to abortion. So. Yeah. We're going to their travel funds, yes. the funds to get the abortion. Covering childcare costs, they have to leave children behind. So we're going to definitely put those links in the description. Yeah. We're they gonna, will be in the description on Spotify. They'll be in the description on YouTube. You know what? They Fuck it. Let's just, let's just talk about them now. We'll just talk can, about yeah. them now, honestly. So they yeah. deserve the time. They deserve extra time. We'll talk about them now, and we'll mention them again later. Yep. Um, so here are just some basic things, and I have a full list I'll talk about too. There's an organization called the Bridge Alliance, and here's what they say. So for many Americans, the cost and logistical challenges of getting to an abortion provider are primary barriers to access, and it's only getting harder. And they wrote this before, obviously, Roe v. Wade was overturned. We book, coordinate, and pay for travel, travel expenses, and child care serving as a single trusted point of contact for every step of the journey. 
Wherever someone needs to get to abortion care in the U.S., we find a way to get them there through direct support and in collaboration or collaboration with our network of partners. So this is a really important organization, guys. And so obviously, if you're a male, you don't really understand what it's like to be able to get pregnant yeah. or be able to have I a mean, right just provoked. We're, we're we white. Don't. We no, are white, ma- straight males. males. We have literally not struggled in like 400 years yeah. in this country. We will acknowledge our privilege right now. We are privileged as fuck. And yeah. that's why but I think it's that's so important. Why if you're a white... If you are privileged as we are, yeah. donate to these organizations. And talk about these issues. Like, and talk about these issues. Do your part. Yes. Because just because it doesn't affect you doesn't make it any less of an important issue. No, it's an incredibly important issue. And if you are like, well, I don't care, okay, I'm going to tell you this right now, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, if like, you don't care, I, don't, I mean... You need to care. You need to care. Because it's oh, not... It's If it's, you do not want Christian you, ethno-nationalism, yeah. then you should care about this You need issue. to care. It is an important issue. All of these issues that we discuss on our podcast are important issues. Yes. This one just so happens to be the most important issue we have discussed and probably ever will discuss. Yes. This tied with um, LGBTQ. Yeah. And trans issues. And I'm I'm sure in the coming months or years, we're going to definitely discuss on this podcast attacks on trans people, attacks on gay people. And just want to remind you, you can be an ally and support these people and not be gay or trans or a woman in this particular case. That's the point of it. That's That's the point point of of a democracy is we all support each other. We're all, we truly are all in this together. The only way for us to overcome is to stick together yes. and work together. So if you have an extra two dollars, yeah. if you have an extra five dollars, if you work a good shift at work and you make like ten bucks that you can provide to an organization yeah. like this, do it because do it, it will help a woman who is desperately you could in need. Save a person's life. Yes, it doesn't sound like much, but if you and a thousand, two thousand other, other yeah. people each donate ten dollars. That's significant. That's significant amounts. And so, oh, so I think there's some, there are some other organizations. Yeah. So there's also the Haven Coalition, which is a five hundred one c three nonprofit made up of volunteers dedicated to supporting people traveling to New York City for abortions. So this is very similar to um, the Bridge Alliance. Yeah, they help more people, local, but yeah, they help people all across the country go to New York. And the mayor of New York has indicated that he is going to try to strengthen. New York's abortion laws and it's going to try to make New York a safe haven for people trying to receive abortion. So yes. we're definitely going to highlight them. We're also going to highlight this organization, uh, once my internet loads, uh, called Plan C. And essentially these are abortion pills. So luckily, uh, things have changed since like the 1940s and 50s. Um, you no longer have to really struggle with you know coat hanger abortions. We have abortion pills, which oftentimes are going to help make this a very, very difficult time in a woman's life a lot easier. And obviously Republican states are going to try to attack it. Louisiana, in fact, in particular, has banned people from sending Plan B and Plan C, like these abortion pills, to the state and said they're going to indict people. But if you live in California and you're sending pills to women in Louisiana, they really can't do dick. They could subpoena you, but California has indicated that they're not going to fucking extradite you to louisiana yeah this actually i don't know did you hear about this james they called the western alliance i did not so i'll talk about this briefly so washington oregon and california have indicated that they're going to make the american west coast a haven for people who need abortion yeah and they're going to fully fund it they're going to expand it 
they're going to make it as easy as possible for women to receive an abortion. And so we've talked about the previous organizations. We also have Plan C. Here's what they do. They basically address all these different questions at safe, at-home abortion cares here. And so they have a uh, frequently asked questions page where they tell women what it is, how often it is used, how safe it is. Here's for an example. Studies show that this Plan C pill is 98% effective at ending pregnancy. And obviously, if you're a woman in this country and you're struggling with this, uh, you know, we just want to clarify that people are there to support you. Yes. There are organizations which are devoting their entire purpose to helping you. And yeah. you might, if you live in a dog shit state like in Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, and people are going to look down upon you, just remember that there is an entire community of people who are there to help you. Yeah. And yeah. we are here to help you too. And we're going to put, we're going to try to do the best that we can. Obviously, we're not a major podcast. We're not rich. But we're going to do the best that we can, goddammit, to ensure yeah. that this right is protected in some states. Another one you can check is secure.actblue.com. Mm-hmm. And that sends money. It So it's donation to abortion funds. Yes. And that will equally distribute the amount of money that you donate to about 90 different uh, organizations that protect yes. the rights to an abortion. And... Yeah, it, it's significant. So I'm gonna pull this up too. I, I I did share this on my Instagram story, but here are some abortion resources. So we just talked about where to get pills online. Um, they have a bunch of different things called where to find a brick and mortar clinic. Uh, there's abortionfinder.org. There's the National Abortion Federation ProChoice.org. Uh, there's cybersecurity info because I'm gonna be honest. If you have a period tracker app. The government, as we said, will be able to look at this. Yeah. And so if you have that, delete it or basically try to find a way to hide your data from people like we mentioned. If states, especially Republican states, follow the vigilante model, people will be fucking creeps and they will be looking at your data and that's mm-hmm. not cool. So be careful. Watch that. Watch um, that. Get a VPN. Yes. If you have any... If you have access to that, but then again, if you have access to a VPN, you can probably afford... Yeah, the, the care. So, anyway. But, but also, if you have any legal questions, here's one that's called uh, Repro Legal Helpline. That's an org. Um, they have judgment-free all options counseling and alloptions.org, and that's all-options.org. Um, there's emotional support during medication abortion, which is uh, reprocare.com. There's emotional support. So essentially, if you go and you find this, there's a, a, a plethora of resources, all of which we will put in our uh, description, all of which we will list directly to help you. Yeah. Um, a main portion, I think, of why we're doing this episode isn't to do a fucking cash grab. It's to highlight that this is an issue. Yes. There are solutions. Yes. There are people to help. And we're going to be cautiously optimistic here. We are not going to have federally protected abortion rights for a while. Yeah. It's going to take... It's gonna take time Another to like. It's gonna take 20, years. 20, 30 year yes, plot but to get it back. While we're waiting for progress to be made, while we're trying to actively take over, and that's what I mean. We're gonna take over the court. We're, I mean, the left needs to get a backbone. Yeah. But while it's happening, at least right now, there are gonna be havens like Illinois, New York, mm-hmm. the Western Alliance, which are gonna try to make it easier. And obviously, uh, I think we need to highlight the class disparity which exists here. If you're a poor like 15 year old and you've been raped by your fucking like father or your uncle yeah. you are not going to have the resources to go and just simply like go to like new york but there are non-profits like we said which are going to try to make that process easier which are going to try to fund these operations 
and they're not going to be able to help everyone, but they're going to be able to help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, we don't want to talk about this too much. Obviously, we don't want to just keep repeating ourselves, but this is really important. Yes, and please, please, please yes. give any amount of support you can. Yes. If you cannot give monetary support to the organizations listed, if you know somebody who's going through, who is currently being ha- having their rights infringed upon, support yeah. them the best you can. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think there is another direction we can go with this podcast from here. No. I think that's what we're going to have the end on. Yeah. Because I believe that the message we need to leave on is that there is hope. Yeah. Uh, we are cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an uphill battle. And I, I want to highlight before we end that a lot of people are saying, well, just go and vote. But then a lot of people correctly have identified that, well, we voted and yeah. they still and took they away. they still took away our rights. And I think what this highlights is, one, you can't just stop voting. Yeah. Um, the Democratic Party fucking sucks. Uh, in fact, I have a Twitter video here. Uh, I'm not going to play it. But it's a Twitter video of, like, the Democratic leadership, like, singing, like, God bless America. Oh, yeah. Like, while well, all is, like, and let's, like, just fuck off. But I think if you're young and you're upset, what you can't be is, like, well, we need a third party because that's not going to happen. Yeah. You need to recognize that the only way you're going to make changes is if you take over the Democratic Party and fundamentally change what their ideas are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what definitely this podcast is about is trying to bring in left wing or left wing into the American Sims ideas yeah. and trying to make them seem more normal. Like if we make them, if we made universal health care and child care as normalized as fucking vigilante abortion <laughs> bounty, hunters, bounty hunters, this country would be a much better place. Yeah, we'd be in a much better place if we made like simple things like public transportation, oh, yeah. green energy, as accessible as getting a firearm. Yeah. This country would be fucking fantastic. We, we could, we could, we could be the greatest country on the planet. Yeah. But right now, we are not. No, we're not. But there is hope. There is hope. And remember, and if you're if you're gonna protest, we peacefully. Peacefully. I know. Obviously, we understand that cops are gonna be fucking pigs, and they're gonna try to sm- yeah. They're gonna try to crack your skull in because they're gonna defend business and capital yeah, in the interest and of the because- Republican Party. And the Republicans can like condemn people who don't who riot. Yeah. And say that pro- that peaceful protest is the only way to protest. And then when you peacefully protest, you're gonna get the freaking stick. Yes. Or so, tased. Get aggressive. You know. Be, get ener- get energized. Obviously, protest. You know, intimidate Democratic and Republican politicians, but do not threaten. But them. do not threaten. No. That is call their important. office. Write letters, talk to them in public, talk to their staffers, but for the love of God, do, do not, not try to kill them. And like, do not threaten them. Yeah, no. Because all that will do is harm the cause. Yeah, and also, you're going to throw meat towards Republicans. Because if we have one person on the left try to fucking kill... Like, you saw what happened a couple weeks ago when the guy who was mentally ill tried to go and bring a gun to like uh, Brett Kavanaugh's house. And, then, and the left wing says, we are all a bunch of communist fascists. Don't do that because killing them is not going to solve the issue. What's going to solve this issue is one, packing the court and getting Biden to get off his old fucking wrinkly ass <laughs> and doing something. The president has a lot of power. And, and we need to rec- underestimate how much power yeah. that Joe Biden holds right now. You need to basically. If get- Joe Biden would be as active as Trump was, yes. we would have some changes done. Yeah. You- and I hate saying that. But Trump was a very aggressive president, an effective president. And he very got shit done. He got shit done. Shit for all terrible that shit, shit was bad. Yeah, terrible. Literally, shit. Uh, pretty much everything he did was bad. But I but, think what we need to recognize is that 
Biden in his speech today basically gave the equivalent of thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers are not helping anymore. They're not helping. So call your elected representatives. You know, be sure to pay attention. I know politics can be fucking boring. You can be like, "Hi, oh, look at those nerds," but it's very important right now to pay attention to who's running for governor, mm-hmm. who's running for state senate, state representatives, mm-hmm. who's running for district attorney, district attorney, your city council, your yeah. mayor. These are all very important positions. Which two weeks ago, when it came to abortion rights, we never would have talked about. Yeah. So again, we're gonna put a link in our description. We're gonna highlight all these different organizations which are helping people. In the future, uh, we're gonna have interviews by people who are directly involved with trying to protect reproductive rights, abortion rights. Uh, we're definitely gonna highlight that. We're gonna be a very, very pro-choice uh, channel. Yeah. And so, but hey, uh, thank you for thank listening. Thank you so much for listening. And please just stay slightly optimistic, cautiously stay optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Because things may suck ass right now, but if we give up, then then, that, then the terrorists win. Yeah, the terrorists being the Republican Party. Yeah, then the then we're fucked. So guys, things suck, but Look I believe up. in us. I believe in this country. Yes, though I am cautious. But and we're also optimistic. But we are optimistic. Fist bump! Come on, fist bump! Right. Hey, but thanks but guys thank for tuning you guys in. For listening. Be sure to um, donate to those organizations that we yeah. listed and they come back. Been- cautiously optimistic and we appreciate your time yes we do just come back and we'll have another episode for you hopefully a little less bleak yes thank you thank you bye